And welcome back in Stripe Show podcast. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit different here tonight. The day is different. It's a Sunday night. And um, well, it's been a busy, busy week in the world of, uh, of golf, courtesy of your champion of the Farmers Insurance Open, Patrick Reed, the polarizing champion this week. Of course, uh, all kinds of stuff surrounding Patrick um, on his, uh, unfortunately, not just his great play, because what you saw today on Sunday from Patrick Reed uh, was an amazing display of short game. You, you watched one of the best short game players in the world today, Magic with that wedge sand rough tight lie it doesn't matter the dude hit all the shots today but it's going to be overshadowed by what happened on saturday um, with the lack of rules and fraction i should say and uh, we're here to break it all down a little emergency podcast sunday night scrum that's samantha marks up there in the top right hand corner coming to us from orlando florida and down there at the bottom all the way from toronto we've got you covered folks here in north america I, uh, I sent him a tweet. I said, why don't you jump on with us here? He's looking for some sunshine. The snow is out. He's been locked down with COVID. And that's Jeff Feinberg down there. Jeff, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Oh, excited to do it. Excited to to chat golf after uh, after the big win or yeah. any, you know, any tournament. Yeah, it's a big win, right? Patrick Reed. This is kind of, you know, I would say in following Twitter pretty closely, the three faces you see fairly close to Team Reed. You know, I mean, Samantha, you know, we've we've been on the podcast here a number of times and we, we've just kind of taught it. Hey, Patrick Reed is great for golf. You still feel that way? I do still feel that way. I think especially after yesterday, uh, he makes it a little bit hard. Right. Like I'm all, me and Travis, we're always trying to go against the grain, trying to root for Patrick Reed, trying to um, be the the light in Patrick Reed's life where everybody else is just crapping on him, crapping on him all day. And um, I think he just makes it really hard for me, especially yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know why I like Patrick Reed is because he has guts. And I'm talking about what you see on the golf course. The dude gets near the lead. He stays. You got to go up and get him. You saw it again here on Sunday. Um, he comes in, uh, tied for the lead with Carlos two shot lead. And he just, what does he do? He wins by five. I mean, you gotta go get him. He's tough. And uh, there's not many guys that uh, can handle the pressure that's been put on him here in the last 24 hours. And Jeff, you know, I know you like to play in the, in the gambling world as I do, and you're making a lot of bets and you're studying these guys. Right. And you look at Patrick Reed. I'm curious because you're very successful at this. And I watch your shows. Um, and, and I like your takes and the angles that you come at it from. But when you look at Patrick Reed and you study him by the numbers and then you watch him play, what, it, what, to, how do you define Patrick Reed, the player on paper and then also on, on the screen? Well, that's a great point. I mean, other than the fact um, that your left and right eye don't lie to you and he's one of the craftiest, best short game players alive. And if there's a guy to hit you a 10 footer for your life on the line, you know, in the moment, you might trust him as much as anyone on tour. Uh, but the stats don't lie. The other clubs can get away from him a lot. That is not uncommon for for Patrick Reed. I remember even seeing something that broke down his swing, saying it's one of the more inconsistent swings on tour um, for how much of a creature of habit these guys are. And the swing plane, you know, is like um, it's literally, I don't know, like moving your left arm or right arm to these guys for Patrick. It's off kilter more so than not. 
I didn't bet Patrick Reed this week. I planted my flag in that betting range on Victor Hovland. I'm regretting mm. it today. But anytime we talk about Reed or anytime Reed makes a safe bet, especially when it's a big tournament, guys, is as you alluded to it, Travis, like he doesn't wilt. And you could trust whether it was a Rory in a one-on-one or a John Rom or any type of other all-star Ryder Cup caliber player, American or European, you feel like you've almost got to pick them if it comes down to Rory uh, Reed versus any of these guys with his Sunday swagger. Uh, you know, me and Pat got into it last week as Finau was another popular narrative in the sport. And, and well, for the big picture, I do believe you know, the reason Finau hasn't won one time is bad luck. The reason he hasn't won multiple times is because he isn't clutch. Yeah. One time is bad luck. To not have multiple wins is bad luck. Because we know a guy like a Patrick Reed, he does not let those ter- uh, opportunities go away. And this win does come with controversy. But he won it and as dominating a fashion, arguably, since we've seen Bryson at the U.S. Open in a strong, yep. high-end field event. Yep. Um, so I don't know if people want to shave a couple strokes off the final total. I, I guess we can go there and do it now. Every time this came, <laughs> yeah. came close, every time he wilted yep. that lead back. Yesterday, he blew the four-stroke lead. Uh, you know, today, guys, there was about a couple times where even Hovland got within one or it felt like eight guys could win. Didn't wilt for a moment, and that's no. why you love having a Patrick Reed ticket because you know on Sunday he's going to bring it for you, and he yep. did it again. Well, his his swing, as I'll just point out real quick, my trade Jeff is is more in the instruction world, and I'll throw it to Samantha here here in a second. But he's working with David Ledbetter, and the whole thing with him is this wrist, this lead wrist. It gets a little it gets a little cut. We call it extended this way, and he's trying to get it more flexed. And when you're extended and you bring it down, then it requires more hands at the bottom. And that's where he can get the bigger miss. And now you look at him, he's, he's trying to get it flex and turn. And I think he's, I think he's um, in the process of liking that right now and has a lot of confidence. I haven't looked at the stats yet on if there's definite improvement, but the reality is with Patrick, you can't look at the stats because he, he's in the, you know, he's in the, middle pack to bottom third and most strokes gain except putting. And then he just shows up and he gets the lead. And all of a sudden he's like, he just elevates his game, you know, and then off he goes and he puts you in a way. I got, I got a stat for you. Okay. How this is from the one and only Justin Ray. He said, how good was Patrick Reed's short game? He won despite ranking tied for 63rd this week in greens and regulation over the last 30 years. 0.7% of winners on the PGA tour have ranked 63rd or worst that week in greens hit. So you're right. I mean, just like Jeff said, his iron game can be all over the place, but he's such a wizard around the greens that that clearly states that maybe he's not as comfortable as we thought with that new Mm -hmm. swing change he's trying to make. So it's new. It's new. I mean, it's it's lending itself to crafty players. The last three winners now rose Leishman, who had put on a short game, marvelous performance. Um, it was more so in that eight to 12 foot putting range than Reed was kind of just chipping everything to three feet when you thought he might make a, bur- a bogey. But yeah, I don't know. Torrey Pines has just uh, yep. become a crafty course. And finally, and it's been a while since an American uh, won at Torrey Pines. It had been quite an international uh, venue. So, so kudos there. Yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. It's um, you got to scramble. You better, you better be crafty, and you better, 
be able to get yourself up and around that Kikuyu around, hit bunker shots. I mean, how many bunker shots do we see this week? It seems like someone's in the bunker like every two minutes. It was everywhere. So, Samantha, let me ask you this. All right, take you back to Saturday. Ball comes in. We've seen it. I'm not going to break it down like CBS did right at the beginning of the coverage for another 10 minutes as we were waiting for golf to come on. And then they, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, show some golf. Anyway, you saw the ball bounce. It goes in. What's your analysis of, of how Patrick handled it? I don't care about the rule. The rule says the rule we know he didn't do anything wrong. Right. I mean, the, the PJ tour official says, look, he didn't do anything wrong. Right. So, and you, same thing with Rory optics, your feeling you watch, Rory, what came to your mind? Or you watched Patrick, what came to your mind? I will say that I didn't think that he did anything wrong until we watched um, Golf Central after the show, where they they showed his entire um, interaction with the rules official. They showed his interaction with his caddy, where he was down with the ball. The way that I was taught golf and the way that Brandel explained it is that when you go to identify your golf ball or you go to mark your golf ball, but the ball is still in play, you're not on the green. You have to hold it with two fingers like this is a chapstick, but for example, like this, well, Patrick Reed had it in his palm like this poking around in the dirt. And I guess I didn't realize that until Chambly brought it up, which I don't typically like go out on a limb and go out of my way to agree with Brandel Chambly. But at this point I was like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, do I think it, do I think he was trying to do anything weird with that? I don't, but Brandel was adamant about talking about how he could have knocked dirt off the ball. He could have, you know, all this stuff you're supposed to keep it, you know, in play, like, hi, here's my ball. As far as the other stuff, I mean, it's a little sketchy, but I feel like everything he does is a little bit sketchy. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't really know if that had any impact on it. What do you think, Jeff? Uh, the guy touched the ball without the rules official there. That to me is like, it's bad. It's bad form. It's a bad look. It's a check that it's a horrible look. And his use is, uh, you know, a, a, a marshal who, you know, some of you could be, we're watching this. Sometimes they're watching. Sometimes they aren't kind of, they're in their own conversations. You know, we're seeing it on the overhead cams, you know, sometimes when we're watching how they're reacting I don't know how you could do that unless literally like all your playing partners conferred and said, I don't know, you're fine. It's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. I mean, on the complete opposite spectrum of this, we had at the masters Bryson not be able to locate his ball that is found any time in the history of golf <laughs> essentially, but because there happened to be no one, there because of you know galleries what have you we we couldn't find the ball um yeah i know it's a horrible look i'm i I, i'm just impressed by his brazenness i guess again as it pertains (laughs) to patrick reed like it's been like no it's it's incredible what he did is 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 a it's it's amazing but i'm i'm i don't i'm somewhat impressed by it and and you guys mentioned Nance and CBS off the top today. It's, it's almost like Nance is a bone to pick here because I was here with you. People said that his like end of the broadcast or on the winning putt, Nance was like totally different than he is after anyone has ever won a golf tournament. 
apparently in, in Xander's, uh, I saw the transcript here quickly. He's like, the talk in the locker room is not good. Like the guys no. are talking. It's, it's not good. No. So uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an ugly incident, but I like the only stories in golf are tiger's health and Bryson's body. So I'm here for this. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where we've been. That's where we've been, Samantha. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I think he makes a good point in that I kind of, it's, it's amazing because it's entertaining. And I think that that's why I tended to like him a little bit and I still do, but it's wavering a little, but I tended to like him because it's a different storyline, right? Like it's not quite as constant as Bryson drinking 75 protein shakes a day. It's like every once in a while. You like him because he's one of literally as a guy that loves golf and all the other sports, Patrick Reed is one of the most fascinating players in all of professional sport. When you like know the history, the collegiate history, the family history, the even current dynamic with his wife, who I like, I get on their side and I'm like, no, I'll stand here with, with you guys and the dynamic of Ryder cup play. Like he is one of the most fascinating players alive. And unlike other top players, his money like comes from on course, you know, there's not a lot. I think that he, go, I mean, I'm not saying they all can do fine and, but I don't think he doesn't have it. Like the other guys have it, no. but, but Justin Thomas does what he does. It's a horrible thing. And it's a big story to us, but I'm shocked how little traction that story actually like got in the big picture sports landscape and i worked in newsrooms here you know like at tsn which is like the espn of canada kind of in many ways and i don't know nothing moves a needle nothing we love bryson we love jt we love rom at stripe show pod we're in a niche art audience like i talk to each week samantha and travis no one moves a needle like not even an inch it's amazing and it's saddening but I don't know. This is sizzle, and I'm here for the sizzle yeah. that Reed brings to what we do each week, I think. I think what we're seeing here now with the players, and it's going to be interesting the next few days, how many players speak out here. You're just seeing, you're just seeing years and years a reputation bubble up right now, and I think this one crossed the line, and I think it really stings more that he won by five. He whipped their ass. He wins by five, right? So, all right. Penalize him a stroke or two, like Jeff said, wins by three or four. I mean, he he put a beat down on him, and I've got a list here on my book. I've been keeping track of, of acquisitions, let's put it as it is, from his time at Georgia, from cheating and stealing, to his time at Augusta State, to the Bahamas. We, we know about 2018, but since that, when he improved his lie in the bunker, there was also footage of 2015. Peter Costas coming out when he retired. There was four different times when he saw him improving his life. I mean, there's a lot of smoke. We're talking I mean, at Ryder Cup. Like, no yeah. one talks. No one talks. Like nope, they don't. Except I, I shouldn't say that because Phil did his thing too a couple years ago. But Phil, like, up until that, like, Phil's the only guy that, like, talks and throws smoke after a U.S. is lost. And, and I love reading, you know, Phil. Well, so here's a question for y'all. And this is just after watching the the Saturday um, debacle happen. It was near the end of the broadcast. You know, I watched it several times between watching it on Twitter, watching it replayed on Golf Channel 5,000 times. He's got to know that he's going to be watched in such a way 
that is maybe a little bit different than how we would approach a Rory or a Rom or a JT on the golf course. Do we think he's just like all of his wires aren't plugged in that he would think like, okay, maybe I should get a rules official. So Twitter doesn't blow me up. Like, do you think that maybe it just doesn't enter his mind or where was his brain at there? I don't, I don't think he, I don't want to say he doesn't care because I think he's admitted that he does care to some degree what some people are saying about him, not the majority, but he is on Twitter. I think we understand yeah, and they're blocking his, people on Twitter. They care. There's a they, sense he, like whatever they're yeah. saying, like that, that action shows like to an extent they, they do care. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think he does to an degree. I don't think as much as, as some, um, but I think he does. I mean, he's a human being, um, but I think he's very crafty. I think he's very good at what he does. And, and, and let's just, let's just, called how it is he's 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 fast and loose with the rules and he's not the only one that has been this way there have been many players that have done this um in professional golf he's fast and loose with the rules he's crafty he knows what he's doing he knows how to manipulate the situation i think when he put the ball in his hand quick palmed it moved it over there like he created an environment that was a little chaotic here comes the rules official over he didn't even know what the hell they were talking about at first he was like an embedded ball where's the ball at Oh, it's over there. I put it in and it's almost like his head was spinning for a minute. And then he just have to give in to the least um, path of resistance. And that's kind of, you know what you're doing, you know, when you're in those situations. So, I mean, there's just so much smoke. You can't convince me that some of this stuff over these years isn't true. Patrick's he's, he's crafty. He's loose with the rules. You've seen it. Um, did it, did it, was it the reason that he won this tournament this week? No. I mean, he slept, with a tremendous amount of pressure here over the next 24 hours or last 24 hours. A lot of people saying a lot of bad things about you and, and it's going to continue. I'm curious now though, what, who says what here in the next couple of days? Cause this is bubbling up. And I think this might've been the last straw considering what happened, considering um, what we saw with Nance. Cause I got the same feeling, Jeff, that, that Nance, had enough too. And the fact that you had this panel of three or four people, like it was almost like an intervention, you know, <laughs> it was just, it was just kind of strange. Like they're all taking the same stance. Like it's almost like, Hey Patrick, it's time to admit that you cheated. And Nance was kind of thrown <laughs> off when the rules official kind of gave on broadcast rules official kind of gave Reed a free pass yesterday. Wow. Nance was yeah. like, no, no. Like, what do you like? Nance was like, whoa, yeah, that's true. Like, Nance fought back on that a little. And, you know, that's pretty rare. And listen, Nance has seen it all, guys. Like, I don't know whether Nance has a particular thing with Reed. It's never come out, in my opinion, in broadcast, like in watching the broadcast. I don't know if anything ever behind the scenes would have you. But but Jim has seen enough golf and enough weekends like if he's bothered that you could make the case that he's like the father of all of us in this and <laughs> we should yeah. therefore all be incredibly bothered if jim is bothered so How what bother are you, are you on, well, yeah i mean i'm you know i'm pretty bothered yeah i'm pretty bothered and i think my thoughts my question i have for you guys is what what else needs to happen for him right like it's obvious that he's gonna keep doing it i guess or keep you know the shovel thing the the sand the whole what i mean do you think it's intentional do you think it's you know he just wants people to talk about him that's how i feel about bryson 
Um, I think Reed is far more self-aware than Bryson. I sometimes don't even like Bryson post some of those videos, like whether it be the workouts or driving the Bentley. Like I'm like, I don't think he has any self-awareness. I actually think Reed has a bit of self-awareness guys. I'm not really sure where it goes, but anytime like people want to step, he's got the green jacket and he's part of the rest. Like he's not going anywhere. He's part of life forever. If you hate Patrick Reed, he's auto points his way onto your Ryder Cup team, American golf fan. And you're never getting rid of him because he has a green jacket. He's a part of the event forever until he decides he doesn't want to play anymore. I mean, this is amazing. (laughs) My opinion, like he's so fascinating. You're asking where it goes here, Sam. When you add up the life trajectory, as Travis pointed out, like it just adds up. It just like, it's just another check Mark. This is a guy that's, I mean, I don't know where the current state of the mother father relationship is, but there's a, like, there's deep things here, like deep. And it comes, it go, we, we see it like show up on the golf course at times. And it kind of did on the weekend. He's like, he's like the, he's like Bill Belichick, but just kind of slightly not, he's, he, he's like, not as, you know, successful to this point as Bill has been, but he's, you know what I'm saying? He's kind of, you know, he's been well, a little bit and, and he knows how to move things into his favor. I said 10 wins, it's actually his ninth win with the green jacket. He's three or four wins, one big win away from being in the hall of fame. I think Travis, though, you make a good point. I think that he's good for golf because it's always fun when you have someone to cheer against, right? Like we have all these people to cheer for. We've got all these people that are the great, like American kind of stand up looking guy, like Justin Thomas or Tiger Woods, even some could argue, but there are plenty of friendly faces in the game, but Patrick Reed brings the villain kind of factor, right? And that's what I think people like Jeff are drawn to right I'm Jeff? Drawn to it sam like i'm i'm on tonight's the royal rumble i've been using this like sean michaels gif for for reed and and justine like just yeah you know, razor ramon like the bad guy like i don't know i love the other sports where it's yeah let's say yeah. anything but like before i fell in love with golf and betting on golf and like taking it so seriously I was a fan of the sports where like, no rivalries are real. And even as a kid, I didn't like Mickelson because no, like sports, like there's gotta be so I love tiger. So that means I'm not going to like Phil. Like that's just, and Phil didn't do anything to deserve that. I just decided tiger on team tiger. Therefore like, no, I'm making up this rivalry, whether that was real or, or not also, but I don't know where we go. I don't know where we go next. Technically the next event, I think we see him at, no, he'll show up at Genesis and it's too bad. They're not back at, in Mexico. Cause he could have defended that WGC yep. title in a couple weeks that he has to defend on a Florida track. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be a little South of us. Yeah. I think he'll play Genesis and then he'll, he'll come down and play um, down uh, at the WGC. And then we got, then he'll probably, yeah, and then you got the players. He'll play in the players, of course. And Patrick Reed wins the players, couple more wins. He gets in the Hall of Fame. Here's what drives me nuts on Twitter with Patrick Reed. When I see the hardcore, okay, hardcore golf fan, PGA pro, Patrick Reed is bad for the game. He's tarnishing the game by him doing this. I, 
it's like the the overreaction that he's tarnishing the game because of his behavior just it drives me nuts. I mean, it just drives me nuts. Patrick Reed is not tarnishing the game. If anything, I would make the argument, and I'm not condoning what he did. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not condoning his behavior. Do I think he's loose with the rules and bending them? I do. I think it was obvious in 2018 in the Bahamas. I mean, that's obvious. When you're setting your sandwich down in the, in the sand and moving it, not once, but twice. I mean, how much more smoke do you need to see over the last 10 years? I mean, it's just, it's, it, there's, the list is so long. I haven't, even, I haven't even gotten through all of it. But I can make the argument that, look, this dude is, is I, I had a couple um, notifications come across my phone today from, one of them was from Fox News. <laughs> Patrick Reed, American golfer, uh, leading the farmer's insurance under scrutiny for his play on number i mean like i've never seen one i've never seen that any the only time i get those is when tiger does something you know so it's like the attention from the non-golf fan is greater with the villain and the performance of patrick reed so i in my opinion it's almost like it's it draws more eyeballs it's not tarnishing the game is it the way you behave is that the way i want my son and daughter to behave no of course not but give me a break get off the high horse everything is up here for golf. Yeah, we can all try to be up there, but you know what? Not everybody is. Hate to say it. Golfers make mistakes. Professional golfers, they make mistakes. They're human beings. They do bad things. And you know what? We probably need to start holding accountable to some degree with Patrick Reed. Maybe a one or two shot penalty is warranted here coming up when he crosses the line too too far. Well, so Travis, what's the what's the line between somebody who does bad things and somebody who is a bad person? I mean, look, I, I can't, the, the whole idea that our kids are watching and they need to be role models. I think for the most part, most athletes are terrific role models. I can't, I can't control how they behave. And I don't want my kids, the success of my kids, you know, and where they go to be dependent on a role model. And I know they have influence, but it's my job as a parent to, to kind of provide the proper context and move them along in life. And furthermore, have them understand that no matter what sports you play, including golf, that there's going to be some people that, you know what, probably aren't doing it the way that you're doing it or were taught to do it. And that's part of life, right? And you have to learn how to navigate those waters. Not everybody's just standing in line perfectly and abiding what they need to be doing. Not everybody's doing it the same way. So you have to respect that, but at the same time, you have to be true to who you are. And when it happens on the golf course and it needs to be called out and you see it, then you have to be called out and do the right thing, right? And do the right thing when it's important. I think the other thing that stands out with these rules is these players are way too cavalier when it comes to drops, way too cavalier, right? I mean, like Rory, Rory did it. The other two are like, I'm going to take, okay, cool. But they're like checking their phone like 18th hole. I'm out of here. Like, you know, like, so it's just, they're just cavalier, I think, on, you know, yeah, it, 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 it embedded and they just take the drop. So, you know, I, I just, I don't know, like not everybody is like you, they go about it different ways and you may disagree with it. And Patrick Reed may be a bad person. I don't know, Patrick Reed. I don't like the way he behaves in the golf course, but as someone who's in the business and the success of golf and as an analyst, we need storylines. He's gold. He's absolute gold for the business of golf. He really is. 
everything he does, I totally agree with. And his reputation, like it's not just in this niche community, that great image, like so it's not just like golf fans. Like it's, it's no secret that great image of whatever tournament it was where he was paired with burger and burgers on the other side of the fairway are sorry. And the rough on the other side of the hole. And he, he knew Reed was in some situation. Uh, he comes over he, he, like that great image of burger watching over Reed where he has real, no business being there based on his ball on like a Thursday or Friday afternoon round on tour. You don't care what the guy in your group is doing. Like Berger's like, no, I'm going to go check this out. That is great. Travis, something that also doesn't really get spoken about is have you ever seen one of my favorite read clips ever, which endeared me to him um, before he really went full heel was when he had a debate with a rules official and said, if Jordan, if my name was Spieth or something that this would be ending differently. Like this guy is amazing on every single level. Um, And yeah, it's exciting to see golf get this attention. Cause as I said before, outside of Tiger's health and Bryson's body, nothing gets spoken about in this league. Dustin, Justin, there's nothing these great American players seemingly can do um, to, to get any sort of real attention. So, Jeff, then my question is, if somebody says to you, Jeff, well, if you like him, then that means that you must be okay with cheating. What do you say to that? No, I'm calling out the cheating. I'm just sort of like amazed how brazen it is. Like it's on TV. It's a weekend of the PGA Tour to just go by what the lady Marshall is saying. um, Yeah, it's like almost like he's walking up there, like plotting, like, okay, how can I make this work? Well, if I ask this woman who probably had a 20% chance of even paying attention, uh, I can like get away with it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, um, I tweeted something that I feel like best described how I feel about this incident earlier today, which was essentially the guy picked up a ball before a rules official arrived on scene um off the word of the lady marshal that's literally insane and amazing all in one it's legit crazy and not a good look but that doesn't mean i can't love the slayer like i'm just impressed like part of me is impressed like he give a bit of credit i get for walking in the front door and doing it on a weekend with a lead he had a four shot lead on a saturday and he did this like this crazy <laughs> yeah it is. It is crazy. And you also said, I, I saw a tweet. I think you were saying something about Tim, your friend. It's like, there's some things that I don't like about Tim. Yeah, but that Tim, doesn't mean Tim I can't be his friend. A, right? Tim was rude to a grocery store employee in the pandemic. And to me, that's like, I don't know. I love my buddy Tim, but I called him out on that. That's like a bad look. But I still love and support Tim. But like grocery store staff are essentially frontline workers at this point. Um you know, the crap they probably have to deal with. So I had no time for that. Like I have no time for re-picking up the ball, but I'm still here to support the, my friend and I'm here to still remain on, on team Reed. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of fun. I know me and Pat are going to go a long time tomorrow. Like, you <laughs> know, gagged it. This week is re-cheated. Like we're in all our niche talking points already. <laughs> Samantha, you're looking at us like a disappointed 
like mother right now. I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And that's what my, that's what my dad used to say when I knew he was going to ground me. And I think, I think I'm just sad because I'm curious, Jeff, and this is a question that I need to answer for myself because I'm not sure, you know, I need to do some like talk to my therapist about this one. Like we're going to have a call for an extra session about this. Cause we are, we are struggling internally, but Jeff, what would Patrick have to do to get you to turn on him? <laughs> At this point, like he is so much a part of, of brand loyalty for myself and Pat Mayo. We started doing the shows guys, like just quickly, like before Spieth won his first masters, me and Pat are like sitting there saying, how do you bet this speed that like 2025 20, to one reads at a hundred? They're the same guy with the exact same chance of winning. Like we were just on this read thing when he wander rally and called himself a top five player in the world and got heat for it. Like right out of the gate for just being young and cocky because you're alone on a golf course. And I didn't even know he's alone in the real world without like a family sort of deep connection that other, you know, to, what, I don't know. I just became a fan. At this point, Sam, it would have to be like something off the golf course. <laughs> like, what else could he do on the golf course? Like, <laughs> right. pick up the ball without a rules official. Like, <laughs> like, like, here's the weird thing, too. And it, when Phil hit that ball at the U.S. Open, I was like very disgusted and angry instantly. But like, by the next day, is like. I, I don't know. I think I like Phil more now. So I don't know. I, sometimes with golf, um, I don't know. Golf needs sizzle. I'm here for sizzle. Yeah. So I'm here for team Reed. So I think it goes as far to say nothing on the golf course would, I think would turn me off right now. Everything different <laughs> on the golf course just gains points. And that's not I acknowledge it's wrong, but I don't know. It's 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 weird. I you know, right behind I got a WrestleMania six, like you know, Ocean Warrior at the Skydome that I was there is like seven years old. So I part of that is still like I'm here for it. And if it comes into golf, you know, that's fun. And they had to throw Webb Simpson with the lamb who they sent with him at the President's Cup. We're gonna yes, start talking about what they're gonna do with this guy. Like this tiger just have to take him and be like, I'll take him. Like I can handle the you, the media, like just put him on my back at this point, even though Reed doesn't need to be carried by anybody in team golf. I, I have no idea. I'm here for all of it though. <laughs> he's, he's, he's polarizing. And you know, what's interesting, Sam, cause you and I've been in this where we live in the, you know, we've been in the golf business for a long time. You know, Jeff, we both worked at the golf channel and like, we get the political side of the game and how yeah, it's like far more inside than I've yeah. ever been to like the people actually inside the ropes. I just take these little craters that the internet and CBS and NBC and golf channel give me. And I draw conclusions. Yeah. Well, actually know things I acknowledge. What's interesting though, is like on the end when you're in there and then you get on the outside and then you kind of see it in your evaluation. And like, we all want what's best for golf. And we all acknowledge that, look, cheating is not the right way to go. That is not the right way to go. And I hate it. It's ugly the way it handled. I would have handled it completely different. I'm going to have my kids handle it the way completely different. If they don't, they'll be, they'll be talking to it, right? So, but what's interesting is that in golf, that 
you know, the narrative is we have to continue to grow the sport, grow the game, right? And put it out there and do different things and different initiatives. And this, and, and as soon as something happens that is against the norm like this, right? And you get a character like this, that's not acting like everybody else and is a little brash and this and that and bending the rules and it's being called out and this. And because trust me, there's been many before him. They just didn't live in the social media world. There's been many before him. I'm not going to get into the list of the names that I know, but trust me, there have been. And in this world, when it's pushed out and he's in front of your face like he is, it's like we, you know, I, I think the, the conservatives and the, and the loyalists of golf, they just push back. They can't stand the guy. Can't stand him. But the reality is, is he moves the needle to some degree. He is good for the game. He moves the needle to some degree. I don't like his behavior, but I'm just saying from the outside looking in, I got two notifications today from two huge outlets about golf that I never get, ever, because of what Patrick Reed was doing. He is the villain. He's embracing it. I think it's it's great for the narrative moving forward in the sport, but the the you know 99% of the, the purists in golf, they're going to push back. They can't stand the guy. Are we going to talk about the Twitter thing or do we not need to go another 30 minutes? Well, let's, let's, let's finish um, with the Twitter thing. And cause I'd like to get Jeff's comments on if he thinks this is the burner count of perhaps Patrick and Justin, or maybe, you know, I mean, maybe you're on the inside with these two, like you, you're, you're on the, you get a Christmas card from him or, or I was going to say Jeff was at Christmas. <laughs> no, but uh, I will say, you know, sort of being in the place I am, there have been people that are like, very close to the camp that that have told me they appreciate my support. Uh, so I I pre, I enjoy I enjoy that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've seen things for a couple of times. Whether I think it was my buddy uh, Eric Patterson from the Score had a little dust up with the burner. Uh, my friend Wiley yesterday called out the shirts that Reed was wearing and suddenly the burner came after him before the incident. So the burner was hot yesterday or on Friday before things got real. And yeah, I don't know. It's a burner. We expect anything, anything less like from her and i i don't know i'm here for it i guess <laughs> so, I'm we'll just say that but you know like yeah sometimes a gm's wife has been on twitter before i think yeah <laughs> I think i'm with jeff on this one at just how incredible it is that you could do that tweet from the wrong account it's very clear right and then yeah. leave it up that's yeah. what's amazing to me like you got to know that whoever did it, they're obviously in the camp or they're, so, you know, somewhere close to them. And, you know, they, they fired that tweet off really quick and then like went to dinner or something. Right. And then come back to their phone and they're like, oh, well, can't delete now. And then I think it's just funny how I mean, I can't see it because I'm blocked by Patrick Reed, but we don't need to get into that. Um, but it's still up. And I think that that's absolutely incredible. Guys, I, I mean, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's a win a year like player. And he's putting together like a consistency that even like the really good players in the game, like have gone longer stretches without winning. Like everyone acknowledges Xander or Rory, 
I don't know. Those guys taking some time off from winning. Reed Reed wins it once a year, and eighty eight percent of the time, it's a like a high end event, be it a WGC or a place like uh, Tory Pines. He doesn't usually uh, FedEx Cup event. I feel like was one of his more recent wins as well. I think that was his first win after Northern the Trust. Northern Trust two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And the best part about this one is what, I mean, we're going here for a U.S. Open. So this story's going to get gasoline lit because <laughs> he wins this week. I, I should have checked. I mean, he was 25, 28 to one this week. I imagine tomorrow to win the U.S. Open, he's un, like 20 to one, 18 to one to win. I see, uh, after. I see 25 right now. Should I get it? No, because I don't. Oh, wait, th- that's I, the Masters. That's the Masters. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I. Every time we get to the big events, Travis, people don't want to bat it. There's like a, a hate on forum. And he kind of, when everyone in the golf world shows up, he usually finds himself closer to 35 and, and 40 um, because there isn't, uh, I don't think Vegas takes any like blind read money. Like they take that Ricky money still. And that's funny. And I like Ricky, but it's true. Yeah. Jeez. <clears throat> I don't know. It's uh, he's polarizing, man. Like that is a uh, that is for sure. And um, you know, most uh, it looks like we did the poll. Did we did the poll on our Instagram? Did he cheat? And it looks like what sixty eight percent said yes, thirty two percent no. So he's got a third of people saying that no. I mean, and the rules of golf says he didn't, right? But the you put that aside, he won by five shots today. I don't think you have to, you have to disobey the rules of golf to be sketchy. Right. No, no, no. He, he, no, his actions in the way that he went about it was was so shady and on, on brand, on brand of who he is. I mean, that's just all these allegations. I mean, just little things that just bend the rules loose enough right like he controls the narrative and the situation and he creates this environment that's in his favor as he did he controlled it right from the get-go you know right right from when when that marshall said she didn't see it or didn't bounce like he had it at that point he knew okay oh, yeah. oh, he it. knew he had carte blanche yep. to do whatever he wants and yeah, yeah. There were times i remember phil took like a free relief from under a tree because of a sprinkler head and by the rules, it was allowed, and I don't, you know, but people were really upset about that. But yeah, I think yeah, the I transparency. This how, you know, where the game is, and uh, you know, how can you not just sort of have whether it's one official per hole or, or I think one official per group is pretty unnecessary unless it's like Sunday at a major, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could this be the lightning rod that you know we changed the officiating process, or how many are out there, or the process to get a ruling? Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, there's a lot to there's a lot to think about there, and it's going to be fascinating next couple of days. You know, what's the? I can imagine the tone in the locker room. This has been bubbling up with the players. I'm fascinated to see what comes out um, from that. But the final thing I'll say, and get your guys' thoughts on this, and then. Um, We'll let Jeff go because um, we could talk forever on this on this topic, which is which is exactly my point, right? Like we could just keep going on this as far as Patrick Reed and all these different angles and storylines that he continues to create for us, not only with his 
mishap of the rules, bending of the rules, but the guy wins. And he wins. He's won, Jeff, the last four years now, he's won. Going back to the Masters 2018, won the Northern Trust in 19, Mexico in 20, and now the Farmers um, in 21. I think big step. I, I love the tour. The Golf Channel um, tweeted out the video. I love the direction that these that these figures are, are leaning in a little bit on the transparency of golf. I think it's needed. I really do. I hate to say it, but there are really, really, there's, I should, let me say this. There are really good people in every industry. And then there's some bad apples in every industry, right? And there's people trying to get a competitive advantage in every industry. And you know what? Some are going to bend the rules. They are every industry. And to think golf's no different. You're crazy. And there's a lot of crazy. Like, what, what, what's the matter? So people are going to make fun of me on the internet. Like the guy just want, what does Tory pay? What does anything pay? What is being from 30th to 40th pay? Yep. There's a lot of money. It's no different than freaking taking the steroids. I think in baseball, there's a lot of money out here to just be on the wrong side of gray. And if they don't, if they want to, you know, play it, it's not a it's professional sport. Like it's yep. a gentleman's game, but it's professional professional sport and i don't know how much longer you want to go but like eddie guerrero lie cheat and steal like sometimes you know i i don't know you comfortable smith we, we comfortable leaning in attitude we got to lean into this sport right we want to change and things start changing we start getting different people and this gambling wave is coming on and it's good it's going to drive more money and more people to the sport like you know there's a it's it, it's going to create a different environment and dynamic and and like we got to embrace a little bit of it. You don't embrace cheating. No, it's wrong. But you know what? I'll embrace the villain. That I will do to some degree, especially when the villain embraces it and he wins. Because I can respect. By five. By five. The game of Patrick area. Reed. What he did today, I'm telling you, very few people can handle that. Tiger's one of them. Like, that's what we're talking about. Mentally, very few people can handle that pressure. And he went out and beat him by five today. That didn't sit good in the locker room. Samantha, are we crazy? Are we are where we're going or what? I don't know. I mean, this is what I tweeted about a couple hours ago. I'm watching this. I'm why I got tweet deck up. You know, I'm every 30 seconds there's another tweet. I think it's funny how the same people who hate Patrick Reed are the ones tweeting his his videos out. Wow, look at that chip. Wow, he's so good. <laughs> Whatever, man. Like, I'm just over it. Either like them or yeah. don't. Yeah. And I I think that I'm I'm leaning into the fact that. I think I'm trying to see a gray area, right? Like silver lining. I don't, maybe I don't have to like him as a person, but I can like the content. That's oh, it. Yeah. For this, the content for you guys doing a weekly show. This is a gift. This is a gift. It makes it, I don't know. It makes it easy, I guess. And yeah, I don't know. Not going to lie. Part of it is probably like I'm stubborn and, and me and, and Pat, who I do the show with, we planted a flag on this guy. Yeah. And because he's winning, it makes it easier to just say, no, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're staying here. We're, we're staying here. We, we were here before he was like this really bad apple. Well, that we sort of knew about. Um, and we're going to stay here now. I don't know. Look what he did. <laughs> on the, the guy like stole a watch out of his teammates. Longer, like it's, I think it's called. I think it's called being committed to the bit. Yeah. Right? Oh my god. He is, now. It, he is seeing it through. This is no short range bit by Patrick and Justine. Clearly. Yeah. Tell my audience about your show. I watch it. Um, I know you you do some stuff with Pat, but you also have your own show, the Jeff 
um, Feinberg show. Yeah, Jeff Feinberg show, ftndaily.com, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. We sort of give our final thoughts of the week and check tomorrow afternoon uh, my show with Pat Mayo. Our first look at the waste management betting board uh, will be up, and it's a strong field. Rory's there, so should be a good one. Give me 500 on Tony Finau to win. He's not there. He's going overseas. Oh, that's right. Webb Simpson stole the trophy here from him last year, burying those two, like, 15, 20-footers, and Tony's decided he's taken the the, the yep. Yep. overseas free free grab. Okay. So, so, yeah. just, just to clue you in, Travis's bit is Tony Finau. Your bit is Patrick Reed. And I Finau, too. And I, here's his speech. Mine is the fact that Spieth was a phase. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, buddy, I was on one of my most like famous things was saying the Spieth thing, like you say, like, this is not real. This is no. magic beans. And I took so much crap for that. Yeah. Well documented that this is going to come around, but it's gotten so bad where like I'm now rooting for him again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, no, we got to win something. I don't think a major. But this guy's got to show up at like the Wyndham and take it down this year or something. Get on track. Yeah. Well, he didn't hit any hooks off the tee. That's a start this week. Um, so he's on the right track. He's hitting big old slices now, but it's it's uh, it's not that low left. You can, you can play that big fade. Figure that out. Um, I think he's on the right track now. I think he'll he can still score. He can still piece it together. He just needs to get the driver under score. That's a big ballpark for him though. I he got to that south course. Um, and that was a different ball game on uh, on Friday. It's going to be interesting, though, to watch. Oh, yeah, I think he'll piece it together. Weeks. It's one of his comfort places, right, Pebble? So maybe he'll show some yeah. light. You got some room there. You got a little more room. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for jumping on, Jeff. We appreciate it. Samantha, we'll do it again. <laughs>